Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, everybody. It is another podcast here on Country Fried Horror with me, Dakota. And me, Roby. And uh, we're looking forward to this one. We just watched Wendell and Wild yeah. last night. Yes, um, we did. You know, Key and Peel, <clears throat> the infamous Key and Peel. They are the demons in this claymation film. Yes, they are Wendell and they are Wild. Yeah, and uh, so we're going to talk about that jam today. Yeah. You know? You we found all... any information on it? Uh, oh, uh, like background information uh-huh. stuff? Uh, yeah, of course. I got some stuff Get here. into it, yeah. Yeah, Wendell and Wilde was directed by the famous Henry Selleck, who is known for his uh, claymation uh, romps. He, this man directed <clears throat> Coraline, James and the Giant Peach, and A Nightmare Before Christmas. James and the Giant the Peach, when I was a kid was my jam oh really i loved that movie Mm -hmm. um so i am shocked that like growing up i never saw the nightmare before christmas Mm -hmm. i never saw Coraline. i think i saw Coraline before i saw the nightmare before christmas yeah and uh it wasn't until i met you that i watched the nightmare before christmas for the first time which i was 20 years old when i met you so It's a classic. Yeah, man. Yeah, James and the Giant Peach that was the opposite for me. It terrified me for some reason. Oh, there was something very morbid about it. Yeah, uh, seeing him like climb into the peach as a kid, just, that's, that's that scared me. I would love to watch that again. Yeah, that would be a good one to do a review of. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I honestly, truly did not like Claymation um, for a long time. Yeah. But I loved James and the Giant Peach. I guess I just didn't think about it being claymation because it was something i watched in my childhood right um and then once you turned me on to nightmare before christmas i was like why didn't i like claymation mm-hmm. so now i love it i yeah. think it's great but it like great it's a very definitely a really cool um medium for sure i specifically remember being a teenager and being very passionate about i do not like claymation yeah huh. which i don't know i just felt very passionately like i don't like the way it looks and i don't I, like the movements i don't yeah. i don't like any of it but now i'm like no, it's cool. I, I see the artistry in it. Yeah, absolutely. I was going to say, it's the artistry. I have such respect for stop motion. It's so unique, you mm-hmm. know, and, and time-consuming. And you that, ladies and gentlemen, is my character growth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my character arc. Yeah, your, your character arc, it was like hating it, and now you love it. Now I love it. <laughs> but it was written by <clears throat> Jordan Peele and Henry Selleck. They mm-hmm. co-wrote it. Uh, but it's based on Henry Selleck and Clay McLeod Chapman's book. Which is cool. Cool. Yeah, which I did not know it was a book before. Based on a book. Hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Based but, uh, on a book by who you said? By the director, by Henry oh, Selleck, okay. and um, and uh, another guy, that Chad. That makes sense to me. That lines yeah. up with, with what I'm thinking. Yeah, Clay McLeod Chapman. But mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, Jordan Peele uh, co-wrote this. This is his uh, second movie of the year that he wrote, besides Nope, my favorite of the In year. In other words, still. he helped make it a screenplay. Exactly. Yeah. He co-wrote the piece, and he put himself and his boy Michael uh, Keegan Michael Key in mm-hmm. this piece. Which, again, like you said, it's Key and Peele. It's Key and Peele. Love Key and Peele. So as soon as I saw they were behind it, and this, the you know, the freaking the synopsis about two demon brothers, I was like, this sounds great. I'm very excited to check this out. So yeah, yeah, and we will you'll find out if we thought it was great throughout this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess let's dive in. Let's do it. We start off um, at 
a it's almost like a fair um but we're in this little town of like what's it called rustville or something? yeah rustville it's like the uh brewery like the lo- the town's uh brewery well, yeah we start off with this girl what's her name uh, her name is cat and she's Kat. played by Le- uh voiced by lyric ross okay so Kat is like seven years old. She's like a little girl. And she's at this fair. She gets a candied apple. And her parents are there, a very sweet couple. Her dad owns the big brewery in town. So like, or I think that's true. That's what yeah, I'm yeah, the, they, from. They, they own it. I think the parents own it together. Okay, yeah. So yeah. like, so like they're doing well. Um, everything seems to be lovey-dovey. Yeah, and he's, like, on the phone with somebody, though, basically saying, no, you can't buy it. Like, you can't buy the brewery. Like, it's the life force of, of this town. Yeah, so he's like, like, in other words, we provide all the jobs for all these mm-hmm. people. Like, I'm not yeah. going to just sell, sell out. Right, so, yeah. Um, but we don't know who's on the other end. It's just the phone call. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah. Then they leave, mm-hmm. and they're crossing over a bridge, and it's, it's like, sunset time. Um, it's getting dark. And there's something eerie about the drive. I don't know what it is exactly, but the dad says, like, don't worry, we're almost home. Right. And they're at, like, the pinnacle of the bridge. Uh-huh. And Cat bites into her candied apple, and there's, like, a two-headed worm <laughs> right. in her apple. And I thought this was going to be some sort of callback later on in the movie. Like, why mm-hmm. a two-headed worm? I don't know. But well, I, I never sure really it, was. I'm, sh- I'm sure it was intended to be, like, her two demons or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, it was just not specified. Yeah. yeah. So then she makes this shrieking sound because she, you know, got spooked. Yeah. And also it's gross. Mm-hmm. Um, Nasty. And her parents are both like, what? What just happened? And they turn to look at her. And then dad veers the car. And mom's like, watch out. And they fly off the bridge right which is worse fear stuff yeah horror movie stuff uh-huh. and then mom gives cat like this little talk and she's like you know i need you to remember like how to swim and hold your breath and she yeah. opens the window and lets all this water in and forces cat out of the car mm-hmm. and she's like i'll be right behind you but she's not the dad in. is passed out in yeah. the front seat and you see the mom turn to try to help him all right and so they both die yeah. in the car i think mom could have gotten out but I think she ended up drowning mm-hmm. with trying to save him. Um, <clears throat> very dark. What a G. What um, a G. What a G, but very, very dark. Yes. So then it cuts straight to a teenage oh, cat. Yeah, I think first we go we go to hell. Cause oh, like, do we? Yeah, because she says something about, you know, my demons have names or whatever. And then it's like, says Wendell and Wild. And then we see basically these souls being, you know sent to hell mm. <laughs> and we see this big uh demon named buffalo belzer played by ving rames mm-hmm. who if you've seen pulp fiction might be a little uncomfortable when you see when, <laughs> when you hear his voice but you know he's he's awesome he's a legend in, in you know in, in cinema but yeah so he like has this hell amusement park on his belly and all the souls are like, you know, it's, it's the first, like, sing-along. There's two songs in this movie. Or is there three? There's only two. But, yeah, this is the first one. But, anyway, but, yeah, so they, all the souls, and we kind of see this is their personal hell, I guess, in his amusement park, on his belly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, but it's not a fun amusement park. Like, nah. he's having all the train cars crash into each other, mm-hmm. and souls go, like, on the swings, go, like, flying off. <laughs> yeah. And, you know. Yeah, it's, it's hell. It's, it's hell torture. <laughs> all right. He thinks it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then we jump to uh, Wendell and Wild, Key, played by Key and Peele, mm-hmm. who are, are um, 
uh, are like on this little machine with this beetle care or this bug kind of thing, mm-hmm. and um, Key he's like a horse. Yeah, Key's playing Wendell. Uh, Jordan's playing, Peel is playing Wild, and you have uh, Key's driving. I'll just call him Key and Peel. It's easier. You have Key, uh, you know, driving this thing, and then. Peel is like uh, pulling this wire or this rope and like this cream that's like falling on these little holes and then like hair cream. yeah hair cream and the hair follicles are like you know growing yeah <laughs> so and then he starts you know uh, pouring it and eating it and trying to see you know because he he likes the way it tastes yeah. which um this took me a minute to realize they were on their dad's scalp yeah well we didn't even really know that they that was his dad because they don't call him dad until the very end they do there was a point. In the beginning of the movie that I was like, oh, okay, that's their father. Right, um, right. So they must say something that maybe... Uh, they do, because I, I remember that, too, because there is a moment where they say something, but then at the end it is revealed that they're his sons. Mm-hmm. But uh, there is... Because they also just call him Buffalo, you know, Belzer or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so so basically, uh, Key notices that Peel has stopped, you know, planting, you know, the, the hair and comes around. He's like, what are you doing? And, you know... He's like, oh, well, it's stuff. It tastes good. It makes my my belly tickle or mm-hmm. something. So, and, you know, Key's like, well, we can't. Like, this is this is wrong. Blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, Peel forces him to eat some, and it, you know, makes his belly tickle, too. And, and then, then they they're like, get high. He's like, oh, my belly does, that does feel good. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And he's like, but wait until what comes next. And then they look like, super like, high. Yeah. And then while they're, like, high, laying on their backs, they start having a vision of cat. Yeah, and this little girl like coming down, and they're you know they're seeing her at the same time, and and they reach out and touch her. Mm-hmm. They grab her hands, yeah, 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 and then uh, they are interrupted by Belzer, who is like, "Get back to work." Da-da-da-da. So yeah, so then they're like, "Who was this?" You know, who, mm-hmm. who was this girl? But first, I just got to say, it's great seeing them together again. Yeah, even if it's just their too, voices. Yeah. yeah, I mean their characters look oh, literally a lot it's like them, that. which I love that. I, I especially uh, Peel is so funny, especially later in the movie. Um, when they go, you know, they're just, they're just funny. They're just, mm-hmm. it's just, it's cool. Yeah. So I love, I love seeing them together. I know it was speculated for a long time because Keegan's not in any of Peel's movies. So there's speculation that, you know, are things not all good there? You know, but again, like their relationship's private and this just proves like, you know, they're still partners, but they're just doing their own thing. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, now <clears throat> we flash back to older Cat, who is like out of, fresh out of juvie pretty mm-hmm. much. And she's being driven by this woman uh, to a reform school, pretty much. It's just like a Catholic school. <clears throat> yes. That, like, takes in prisoners, like young kids. Right. And this is just, like, a very roughened version of the girl we met in, mm-hmm. at first. You know, right. like, she's had it hard since yeah. her parents died. She got sent into the foster care system. She was not well taken care of. And she's just had to be super tough to try to fight her way through life. Yeah. Um. And so they pull up at this school. It's a Catholic school right. for girls. Well, first of all, it's in the town she grew up in. It's mm-hmm. in, what was it, Russ Falls? No, Russ something. Russville or whatever. Yeah, right, right. But it's like, and everything's trashed. Like, it does not look good. Yeah, she's like, there's my dad's brewery, and mm-hmm. it's all destroyed. And apparently there was this huge fire that killed a lot of people. Right. And then they pass by her old house, and all the windows are boarded up. It's just the whole town is deserted. Right. Like, it's just weird. But for some reason, there's a school right. that is still operating, mm-hmm. and uh, all these girls, these little Catholic girls that need to be reformed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Wait. so uh, she pulls up, and there is somebody watching her from the 
the tower. Yep, Raoul. Raoul. Mm-hmm. Um, Who's an artist. Like, he does art pieces up in this tower. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Roby, it took Roby a minute to realize this was a trans male. Yeah, I, I, I mean, with it being, you know, claymation, it wasn't I was like, like that was... it's a school for girls. I did not, <laughs> did not even connect that, yeah. Yeah, because they call her, one of the mean girls or meaner girls calls her calls Raul Ramona for, right. for a minute. And then she goes, oh, I'm sorry. I just keep forgetting. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's Raul. Oh, I get it. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But so. not in this scene. So they, they pull up the, and then um, basically what this school does is they take in kids, um, kids in juvie or, per, from, you know, or whatever, and it basically reform them and they make money. Just like how prisons get more money depending you know, on how many people, which we they, they, they get like into getting that later. tax money or something? Something like that, yeah. So if they reform these kids, then they get paid for it pretty much. Um, so they, so she immediately, Kat, the, the lady who drove her leaves, and uh, Kat, but before, at first she gives her like some of her dad's old stuff, like this like vintage boom box pretty much with this big eyeball. Yeah. Yeah, and then the like a bag. The eyeball is like a speaker. Yeah, and like a bag of some other stuff. So Kat's really excited and really happy about it. Uh, well, to, as much as she can be because she's, she's uh, uh, again, like you said, hardened um, mm-hmm. yeah, by life. Yeah, she's very tough. I don't, I don't know if I saw her smile once in the mm-hmm. whole movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which may, I mean, when you, she's been through what she's been through, I mean, I can, I can imagine. But she's immediately, um, you know, immediately three girls come up to her at the front. Uh, Shaban, um, Sloan, and Sweetie, the mm-hmm. three of them, yeah. And they call her... KK. KK. Yeah, they're, they're something. They weren't oh, like... you forgot the best character, Gabby Goat. Gabby the Goat. Yeah, I love Gabby. Gabby's so cute. And, but they're all, um, they all are, yeah, they're, 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 I think at first they're set up to be like the t- t- typical mean girls. Mm-hmm. And Siobhan kind of is, but not like, not They all end up extent. being pretty nice. Yeah, nobody's like, she, I wish I kind of liked about this movie. It didn't kind of have bullies or like Mm-mm. go out of their way to have mean kids. They were trying to be very inclusive with her. It's mm-hmm. just that like, because of Raul's perspective, you're like, oh, they kind of are assholes. Kind of, yeah. I yeah. don't realize, I don't think they realize they're being such assholes. Mm-mm, like, right. Raul, when he identified as Ramona Mm -hmm. to try to fit in with them was like in with the click. Now he's Raul and he's not in the click anymore. So, right. right, You know, like kind of douchebags. It is. Yeah. Well, and like they, they are trying to call her KK and you know, she, she's like, no, I'm cat. I'm not KK. This is this. And, um, uh, Siobhan's interested in her boombox, and, you know, Kat's like, no, please don't touch it, that's important to me, and, you know, Siobhan goes and taps it just to, you know, kind of be a little bitchy, you know, um, but that's when Kat kind of has a vision, like a premonition of Raul standing above and, like, uh, a brick falls, like, accidentally steps on it, and it falls and almost clobbers, yeah, yeah, crushes Sh- uh, Siobhan. So she's a uh, cat's able to push her out of the way just in time. Mm-hmm. So Siobhan's like, "You saved my life. Like you're the best thing that happened Did to the school." Did you guys see what just happened? Yeah, KK saved my life. Yeah, so she's hyped. She's like, "You're the best thing that happened to the school." So Cat goes inside and she's like, "Got you know has to figure out like 
what just happened? Like this person, what you know, looking up at Raul, like what? Like did you just try to kill Chapon? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but she goes. Uh, she's um, taken in by two little creepy nuns. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're the, the penguins. They are <laughs> like the most rat penguin yeah. looking ladies I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're very. Funny Literally, looking. when they came into the frame, I went, "Oh my god!" Yeah, they're very ugly, but very, very yeah, just cla- little, like, classic, m- like little moles. They yeah, like. like they fit perfectly in this claymation world. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and they take Cat to uh, Father Best's uh, office, who is played by James Hong, who has been in the game for longer. Uh, the man's like ninety something. Dude mm-hmm. has been killing it, and sounds the same. He has not. His voice does not sound aged. He sounds exactly like he has for years. Yeah, which I guess is, it's interesting. I, I love him. Yeah, but uh, he's you just... may know him as the turtle <laughs> in in. What's it called? Kung, uh, Kung, Kung Fu, Fu Panda, Panda. Mr. Ping, or David Lopan in Big Trouble Little China, which is great. Yeah. Um, I knew him as the turtle. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's that turtle from Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> from Kung Fu Panda. But, um, so he goes, you know, he kind of tells her, like, you know, ready to be reformed, this is this. And Kat calls him out immediately, you know, about how he just is doing this because he... The school needs money. He can tell, like, there's, like, a crack or something in the window, and she's like, you're just doing this so you can get paid, da 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 mm-hmm. So he's not a great guy. Mm-hmm. He's all, he's in it for the cash, not the Lord, or reform. But at no. <laughs> yep. Um, Which has been, so far, everybody in Kat's life since mm-hmm. she lost her parents. Pretty much, yeah. Just all these, like, it shows, um sort of like these little weird snippets of like her as a kid going into the foster care and the foster parents eyes lighting up with money signs mm-hmm. and stuff yep. so you're just getting the idea that she's used to just being a monetary gain for everybody yep. they don't actually care about her at all and she totally blames herself for her parents death as well she says if she never screamed they would still be alive mm-hmm. so she's very very hardened uh but they take her the nurse the nuns take her to her room and um and she, like, <laughs> this is where she opens the bag and she has these boots and all this, like, you know, stuff. So she, like, completely changes her wardrobe to, like, look, you know, more punk in her, you know, mm-hmm. uniform. I, so dug, she, I dug it. Yeah. So she's, like, going through the hallway with her boombox with the nuns behind with her. With her, like, green hair. It's it's yeah. really very visually nice. Mm, it's just very visually nice. And she's, like, got the big boots on. And she goes into class and she sees Raul and is, like, giving him daggers like staring him down like sits right behind him with her boombox and, and and like obnoxiously has the boombox like turned up hella loud yeah 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 so raul is like yeah not he, scared he's scared i will say that like this is the kind of kid that in class like my attitude i would have just been like can you fucking turn that <laughs> off yeah like i would just would have flashed <laughs> real hard yeah it definitely would have been annoying you know mm-hmm. but um because there are those people like you know that have the boombox. there's a guy at work right now he's been staying late he's not on, on my team he's on one of the other teams but he comes in he'll sit there for hours waiting for a ride or something i don't know with his music just blaring <laughs> And like, I'm like, <laughs> but like in your in your ear, like in your spit, like Raul yeah, like, is literally she faces it right behind. I mean, Raul, not not like there. In his ear. No, it's it doesn't bother me. It's fine. I, it's just like he's there playing music, just like I'm right, gonna say. It, I'd over. have swung on her. I'd have swung. I'm just kidding. No. Yeah. Well, I may have back in the day. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> uh, but they they kind of talk a little bit. But then uh, Sister uh, Helly comes in, played by Angela Bassett, which is a. Absolute icon as well. Um, they got some icons in this movie. 
Um, but Sister Heli comes in and has this like squid who um like can change its shape form yeah change like change shape change like can become uh, camouflage no matter what so uh she sees cat taking interest and has her come up and when cat gets close uh the thing like turns into this different creature mm-hmm. and like looks right at her and is like you know bump bumping the glass and... which like really all it's doing is using like its camouflage yeah. coloring and then which usually in real life, like an animal will have to get on an object mm-hmm. and then it can become the color of the object, right. like a chameleon, right? Um, whereas this is just in this open tank and it doesn't have to touch anything and just change color, changes mm-hmm. colors, which is cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I'm right about that animal fact. I don't know that I'm actually <laughs> right about that. but um, Sounds right. It sounds right to me. It sounds right in my head. But yeah, um, but yeah and, and then it just like puts its tentacles in different ways to make it look like a lionfish. Yeah, like, right. You know, kind of like Nope, you know, like with the, the, the uh, jean jacket kind of mm-hmm. did something similar with camouflage and with, you know, turning into different forms. Yeah. Like, you know, to an, yeah, uh, which was kind of cool. So I wonder if maybe he was working on both these both at the same time and kind of, yeah. Um, but it starts freaking out and starts like, you know, her, the the like sister helen helly's uh helly i just realized how on the nose her name is helly i didn't even think about that it's literally spelled (laughs) h-e-l-l-e-y i didn't notice that till right now but her like drawer starts like glowing green and like popping out and and um she like grabs cat and takes her outside and asks her you know are you okay like da 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 and then she reveals that cat now has the skull like mouth on her hand uh, like tattoo or some kind of like marking mm-hmm. and Helly's like oh like you can't tell anybody like I can protect you but you have you can't tell anyone. like this is between you and me you and me pretty much and Kat's like you know you're just trying to you know uh si- silence me pretty much like you you know that this isn't okay and like runs upstairs mm-hmm. uh to her room yeah so it's a uh, yeah ain't good yeah uh I didn't understand this scene because I was like, here all these kids are in the room freaking out yeah. because obviously some weird right. shit is going down. And Sister Helly just grabs the one girl and takes her out of the class and closes all the other students still in there with the shaking, glowing desk. And I was right. like, wait, what? Well, I think it was just because, I mean, we learned later like what, you know, what Cat is and what sister helly is yeah uh, i think it was just kind of like the other kids aren't in danger it's not the squid you know that's the problem it's the uh... no i know that mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me i've got a frog in my throat today um but it's just like as the teacher you're probably supposed to calm down the whole class yeah right and she was just like oh fuck all these other kids and she <laughs> slams the door and pulls the other kid out you know mm-hmm. i guess she maybe she just sensed there's like, no you're the special one right i guess that she just sensed there's no real danger like the squid nothing's gonna happen in the room it's you're the one i gotta you know take yeah. care of or whatever maybe um i do not remember what happens next hmm yeah my my uh we probably had cut back to Wendell and Wilde. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're totally right. So, Wendell... Well, there's actually... I, I, I have two scenes in my head. I'm going to say we then cut to this horrible-looking woman. Oh, also, we didn't tease this. As Cat's uh, getting driven into town, there's, like, the, these posters everywhere for the Klaxon clan. <laughs> Not clan. Is it Klaxon clan? The Klaxon clan. Is that what I it was? I think it is. I think it is, yeah. The Klaxon clan, who basically wants... All their posters are, like... Um, it's like prison. No, or is it Claxon Corp? 
That'd be Corp. <laughs> well, I think it is Claxon Corp because I was thinking Claxon Clan because just the two Ks. I mean, it's just, you know. But uh, Claxon Corp, yeah, you're, you're probably right. Um, I hope I'm right. <laughs> Well, it's either right. the clan or the corp. Uh, yeah, we same, hope it's yeah, the corp. Yeah, same thing. I mean, they, they're they corp use, would make sense because corps. They're the bad guy, so you know, you know. But uh, so we're seeing that. So that's this is where we meet this horrible looking Corella Deville looking woman. Oh my god! This is <laughs> yeah. like Angelica from. Um, yes, it's, it's like from, Cynthia. Like yeah. it literally. Looks that's like, it, yeah, Cynthia. Cynthia yeah. That's her name, from uh, Rugrats. Yeah. Like. If she was a claymation character. Yeah, and then, and then a black Trump. <laughs> like yes, it, and then a black, a black Trump. Trump. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Which was... Uh, Man, like them to a T. Manberg and... Uh, what, was her, what was her name? I it was remember. something weird, bro. It was like Ingridius or something. Yes, uh, Ermgard. Ermgard. Ingridius. Er- Ermgard and Manberg. I'm not going to repeat those names anymore. I'm going to call them Cynthia and uh, and Trump from now on. Yeah, but yeah, so and he fully had the blonde wig. He did. It was it was got to be you know what they were going for. But um, it was very very funny. He also had like an he reminded me of Al Roker too. I don't know why. Like every time he was on screen, I was okay. I, I was seeing Al Roker. But so there, um, I would love to see Al Roker in just a little blonde wig. <laughs> it would be great. But they are clearly our bad guys. We reveal that they're these these mysterious Claxons who are. Uh, trying to get money for this their prison and they're like playing golf and um they like they need a vote like it's up to this group um to the vote whether they can sell the town and build the prison or you know or if not and the voters are very against them so they're pissed they're like we don't you know we got to figure out what to do uh and then we uh reveal their golfing partner is father bests uh who's also playing golf with them and they're talking about like making money, and he needs money for the school and all this stuff. And I don't remember exactly why this happens, but they end up hitting him over the head with a golf club. I think <laughs> he said something about like we can't get enough people to petition for you in this board meeting, right? Like to petition in favor of you. And yeah. they're like, "Oh, well, then we don't need him." Yeah. And the man says something. The Trump guy. He says something like, "Um." Manberg. No, he goes. He goes. Uh, pop his clogs. <laughs> pop his clogs. Uh-huh. And then the the lady, uh, Cynthia, just like straight up pops him smack over the skull <laughs> yeah. with a golf club, <laughs> and then they drag him into the icy throw water. Him into the throw icy him water. In. Yeah, it's like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So he's he's now been murdered. Then they probably like go to golf the next hole, you know, probably. like oh, you know they. Did. It ain't no big deal for them. Nah, they like can't. Hey, we didn't need him. He was just co- you know, uh, wasting money pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, they basically made him feel like he was more important. We learned this part later, but then yeah, we go back to Wendell and Wild, who are uh, back to their old. Uh, they are like in their their room pretty much, and they're like getting ready to go to sleep. And we learn they're they're kind of prisoners, you know, you know to an extent. Uh, their room is literally up their dad's nostrils. Nose. Yeah, they literally live in his nostrils. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they have like the, the the prison hats and all that stuff. It's very. It's they very live fun. amongst the boogers. Yeah, literally the snot. Yeah, but uh, and we um, wild is like cre- like doing paper mache like people and they have this thing that they're working on and they kind of hear they hear like a squawk or something and they you know shut the book real quick and they're like just working on some kind of project. And a bird flies in and like get, poops out a 
uh, one of those uh, capsules like a, that you get in like quarter machines. A gummy bubble. They yeah, call or something. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's like they, they open it and they like throw him a tick, throw the bird a tick, and uh, yeah, it's like a, a gummy bubble that ends up um, being able to talk, talk yeah, to and them. It's like you have. A uh, de- uh, maiden. Yeah, well, pretty much. What you know, we learned this later, but now I didn't realize this till now. But that bear, the 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 piece of gum or whatever, turns in as to, to a, bear. a bear. So it's a a bear that we we <clears throat> see later. Yeah, um, and uh, and yeah, basically tells them that you have a hell maiden, like you two demons. This is your person, and it, they find out it's cat. So this girl they had the vision of. Mm-hmm. So they get this like, and he basically says like, I marked her for you, so you know where to, how to find her. Uh, pretty much. And they are like, oh my god, Like, if we can get to Earth, that's where we can build our dream fair. And we learn that their whole ambition is, you know, their dad has this carnival on his belly. They want to do it too. But they're like, I, our fair, people would want to, you know, have fun. They would want to be, you know, in hell or whatever. So they, they that's their whole motivation is mm-hmm. they want this dream fair they've been cooking up, which is fun. I, I like the that. The dream fair. Yeah. <laughs> so they have... Which they spell with an E on the end. <laughs> Um, so their whole idea is pretty much, yeah, so they want to uh, convince the Hell Maiden to bring them to Earth so they can build a fair on Earth because mm-hmm. they're not going to be able to do it in Hell. So uh, flashback to the, uh, the the real world again or whatever, cat running around. And uh, we also get this this moment of where, um, again, my, my details are fo- foggy exactly what happened, so we're just, you know, might not be in exactly the right order, but we get a scene where Raul goes home and, uh, he, he's like, he's, he's working on this big, the art project he was working on and he's like asking his mom, like, can I work on my project? Da-da. And she's on the phone with the fellow, um, like meeting board members. People, yeah. And, and, and that we learned, like you were saying about, there was that fire of, of, Cat's parents' brewery, and she's convinced. Like, Mom's like a lawyer, yeah, like a right. Time lawyer, and mm-hmm. she's like convinced that um, what's what are they called? The Claxons. Claxons. The Claxons. Club, yeah. Whatever they are. Yeah. Um, the KKs. Wow, that's, I didn't think about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> they are. She thinks they're responsible for burning. Yeah. This place down. Yeah, and she she's like, but we don't have a witness, so it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know. It doesn't matter. So while you know, while she's on the phone, Raul goes on the roof and like has the, a projector that like you know shines from the school onto her, uh, his roof, and you know is like painting, you know, basically tracing over, you know, what what it, it's um, X-raying, not X-raying, projecting on the roof, which is really cool, really cool art, art piece. So we get that scene, uh, and then we get the scene where Cat. Um, well, first of all, I think before this happens, there's the funeral. Or is that after? A lot of details. Oh, uh, let's just say it's now. Yeah, so the uh, we get a funeral scene for Father Bess. Everybody's, you know, sad and all that. Um, actually, maybe this was... I think this was after, actually, because I think... Never mind, scratch that. We're back to this part. Cat wakes up and uh, has a, goes to bed, and she has a nightmare. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like... You know, seeing different things, classic nightmare stuff, but Wendell and Wilde appear in her dream mm-hmm. and basically, you know, tell her like, hey, you know, if you bring us back to life, we can bring your parents back pretty much. Which is a lie. <laughs> lie. And they're like, we don't actually know how to do that, but, you know, we do know how to do that. So mm-hmm. that, so now she's like, oh, well, heck yeah. You know, what do I need to do? 
and uh, she goes downstairs. And they tell her, you know, what 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 she needs to do. She needs she needs to summon them. Pretty summon much summon them. Yeah, she needs what 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 was he called? The what kind of bear? The oh, I can't remember. I can't remember either. But this the bear. So she goes into Sister he- uh, Helly's office where the drawer had turned green, and she opens it, and it's this like stuffed bear, pretty much with a, a string. And she tries to grab it, but then there's another character, which what was his name? A dude in uh, a a fine set of oh, wheels. Oh wait, was that Manberg? That might have been Manberg. That was Manberg. That's Manberg. My bad. I uh, Del was it uh, Lane? Lane was Trump. My bad. My my bad guys. My bad. Manberg is like this guy, and he's in a wheelchair, and he like hates Sister Helly or something. He he, he like calls her a thief and all and all this different things, and so he like she has another vision. Like that he's coming in and he's going to start calling her a thief. And, you know, and so she hides under the desk and then he comes in and he writes on the board, Mr. Helly, Miss Helly is a sister. Helly is a thief, but she's able to leave. Uh, but not before he uh, hears, you know, hears her, but he doesn't catch her. So, yeah. So mm-hmm. now she has the bear. She's got the bear. Yep. But then we go to the. Um, then we go to the funeral of Father Best, who. Uh, yeah, anyway, everyone's sad, crying, all that stuff, classic. But she's like, hmm. you know. And the, she's like, I really don't care. No, and the, and the three, the three not mean girls, but I'll call them the three mean girls because that's who they represent in this movie, are like, you have to, you know, let him go. <laughs> even though she... Toss this carnation onto his grave. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, Kat has, is like, now ready. All right, I'm going to take this bear. I'm going to go to my, my parents' grave. And I'm going to, you know, resurrect Wendell and Wilde. Grabs Raul, and the two of them head off to go take care of that. Mm-hmm. All the while, Wendell and Wilde are still trying to figure out how do we, you know. Which was weird. I know she said to Raul she needed a witness. A witness, yeah, yeah. Why? I don't know. I think it was more of, um, yeah, I don't know. I think that was just to It's get like in there. she keeps dragging Raul into these situations where she's speaking to him and acting almost like they're friends but yeah, she I, keeps telling Raul we're not friends. I think that's I don't it. have friends. I, I think that's why. I think Kat wanted that person there, wanted a friend cuz this is scary stuff, yeah. but just didn't want to call him, you know, call him a friend. Which yeah, cuz she she told him in the beginning like I don't have friends and he's like why? Mm-hmm. And she's like because the people around me get hurt. Right. And he's like, well, what do you mean? And she's like, they They die. die. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, Oh, my God. You're right. So, like, basically, she's calling him, I need a witness, when she's just like, I need a friend with me because this is some scary Mm -hmm. shit. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But then we see we're back to Wendell and Wilde doing their little rope thingy with the cream and all that stuff. And uh, they run over, like, a a tick. And um, Wilde you know, does the cream and it falls on the tick and then it comes back to life. <laughs> and he's like, oh, Wendell, <laughs> like, uh, that thing was just dead. Da, da, da. And then he like steps on it again and kills it and does the cream and it brings it back to life. So now they're like, oh my God, we can do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, Kat's on her way to take care of the, you know, resurrect them. They're now like creating fake bodies and their dad's snot and all that stuff. And they're so like, he doesn't realize they've gone missing. Yeah. And they're like, uh, you know, putting on special clothes and getting all the birds together, the, the hell beasts or whatever they are, um, to help fly them up. So, excuse me, I got a weird, I don't know what that was. Some kind of trapped breath, trapped cough. 
Are you all right? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think I'm fine. It was presenting itself like I was going to be a cough or something, but then it, nothing's happening. Anyway, but Cat uh, gets their parents' grave, has the bear, goes to like pull the jaw drawstring, and it's not working. Raul sees that there was like a baby pin, you know, locked inside of it. He takes it out, and then the string works and tells basically tells uh you know Kat, tells her what the incantation to do. Yeah, right. You know, gives gives her some words to repeat, which she does promptly does. And uh, so while she's doing that, she's opened now a portal um, to to the world uh, for Wendell and Wild. They are able to fly up into the portal, <laughs> and instead of going just straight up to where. Uh, to where Cat is, there's like a rock falls and sends them another way, which I, I like that shot. I would I would have liked to see that model mm-hmm. of all the underground. Yeah, me too. Yeah, the, all the stuff buried. It's almost like a uh, ant farm or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then they come up on the opposite side of where they're you know supposed to be, and they pop out into the world, and they're like, "Hell, maiden!" Like they're just like hyped. They're ready to bring her parents back, but she's not there. Mm-hmm. So then she, Cat, is like pissed. She's like, they lied to me. They're not here. So she's she's pretty pissed. She's mm-hmm. not happy with Wendell and Wild. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not happy at all. Not happy. At she's all. she's thinking, you know, they didn't even ascend or right. something. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So Wendell and Wild are also very confused. They're like, okay, what's going on? But uh, they're still like, okay, well, we got to test out this test cream, the cream and make sure that it actually works on a human. Yeah. So they find the, a fresh, freshly buried body, Father Best, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they like put the this, the cream on him, and he, he looks ugly as yeah, all crap. He does. And they're like, if it can work on on him, it can work on anybody. Yep. And so they put it on him, mm-hmm. and uh, oh man, he's nasty. The amount of times that I was like. I just want to crack his back. Yeah. Because his, his head neck way is way down. Like his chin about touching his belly button because yeah. he got his head clubbed, you yeah. know. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they they try to make him pretty again, you know. They paint his face and everything. They've got, like, this magical kit <laughs> yep. where they try to make corpses pretty. Very, very fun. Yeah, and they're, they're, their whole thing is like they'll just use the cream to bring people back to life, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And uh, so back at school... Uh, and get high. Don't and get very high. You're very, very, very true. Um, is this where Helly... Helly basically start... When does she start to become suspicious of Kat? Is it this scene? Yes. Or is it... Um, I can't remember the exact moment, because she goes... I think it's now. Is it now? Yeah. So... Uh, no. She, no, I don't think it is. It's yeah. not. I forget exactly. Because she discovers that her parents are back alive. Is that when she discovers? But no, that's when she gets cat. But she finds because we discover. I can't remember exactly. There's a part where she like we find out like she's a hellman. I just don't remember exactly what happens. I think okay. I think what happens is we get back to the school. It's you know right. The day is back. Cat's uh, pissed, um, and then. Father Best comes on the speaker and is like, "I'm oh, alive, yeah. yeah, I'm back." You know, da da da. Like, and, and is a you know, and Helly's like, "Uh oh." Not only that, but then like, Cat's like, That's right. "What?" Yeah, like they raised you up. Yep. Not my parents. All right. Yeah. So Helly, this is where we learn that she is also a Hell Maiden. Mm-hmm. So she goes into Manberg's like you know thing and he's like calling her a thief and all that and she's like he's got all these jars of demons yeah like he's been like putting demons in jars mm-hmm. he collects them mm-hmm. yep yeah and then that he basically just uses her 
he back in the day he would use her to summon the demons and then yeah he would keep them for his collection Mm -hmm. which is very funny but uh so she's basically like you know we have to you know stop this and and it basically just you know comes in does that and then just kind of leaves but manberg uh cat goes to you know manberg's office and and you know, is able to kind of figure some stuff out, but then uh, Manberg, not Manberg, my bad, uh, Father Best. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. So, so Father Best and Wendell and Wild, just you know, they they both want the same thing: money. Pretty much, they both want money, and and uh, Father Best has this great idea that they can you know bring all the old council people back to life so that they can vote pro for the Claxon group so they can get their prison and then they can get money for their fare and then he can get money for the school or whatever. Uh, so they go to the Claxons and pre- present this great idea and they're like, oh yeah, definitely a great and idea. And the Claxons almost killed him again. Yeah, right. But then um, uh, they're like, um, the Claxons are like, but you can't bring anybody else back. And they're like, oh, well, we were going to bring back this kid's parents. They're like, no. You cannot bring back, you like, know. If, if that's part of it, then the deal's off. Yeah, and you get no, no money, money for your fare. Yeah, so they're like, oh, shoot. Like, we can't bring Hellbane's parents. Uh, so they go to the, the cemetery, and um, and the cat shows up. The cat and Raul show up. And they basically are like, oh, well, we can't. We, we can only bring your parents back if you promise, you know. That you will uh, they swear your serve, allegiance to serve us. us for eighty years or something, yeah. something crazy. It right. Like, it, I don't know. He said something about eight hundred tasks yeah. or something. Something I don't know. like yeah, a lot of tasks. Yeah, which I, this was funny. The funniest thing to me about the scene was their. You were saying like their height, like they're so small. They were so tiny. I loved that. I loved how. Small and then they like were. she has that you know thing on her hand that looks like a mouth. Yeah, and it went up under her face. Yeah. And her eyes started glowing, and then her hand started go- glowing, and it started talking for her, and it yeah. was like, I swear. I, yeah, I you swear, know, like, like, yeah, my allegiance is you know, to you. So they send um, her to go get them food, <laughs> go get them falafels. and they, They're really great demons. They're, they're, they're so good at being bad. They are. And then uh, they force Raul <clears throat> to help them bury up the council's body so they can bring them all back to life so they can vote. <clears throat> so... Uh, Cat goes off and does does her thing, and then we get our second song of the movie uh, while they're digging up the uh, zombies' bodies. And these don't these just are like skeletons because they their skin's gone, so it's like their bodies are you know uh, skulls, skeletons, mm-hmm. or whatnot. Uh, but they get them all you know back to life and tell them to go off, vote Claxon, and all that stuff. And then they uh, tie up Raul. And uh, lay there and get high together, mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty much with the cream. And Cat um, uh, <clears throat> goes to get the food, and then uh, uh, yeah, so we, we we don't really get back to her yet. But Raul, while she sees that Wendell and Wild have passed out from getting high, uh, he takes the cream to go uh, bring Cat's parents back to life, which is very nice, very very uh, very chival chivalric chivalristic whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> and um chivalrous chivalrous there we go uh Raul chivalristic goes, <laughs> so he successfully brings the parents back to life and mm-hmm. they're like all blue like you know they can uh they they drowned you know uh i like that the bodies kind of for the most part 
kind of look like you know maybe, maybe that they didn't because they did they drowned yeah well um, I, yeah yeah doc not dr best uh father best when also, they brought him back he coughed up a ton of water that's true yeah but yeah. they have been gone for so long that they just coughed dust right, you know yeah, what i mean like it was yeah. just like ugh. yeah um and their their old selves you know like um they know that they are dead obviously yeah, but they're like, they're like how is this happening right, right. <laughs> yeah but you know uh, raul said you know your daughter cat this is this and basically they go off to go home so then we see cat who is getting falafels for wendell and wild and uh he uh she reconnects with the guy who gave her the candy apple at the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. yeah which is nice and you know he was telling her don't be a stranger all this and um she goes to go do something and the hand starts like pulling her away like she can't she has to do what you know she is told so but she ends up walking past her parents' house, her childhood home, and sees a light on in the basement. So she's like, uh, what is this? But her hand is like, no, you can't go in the house. Like, you got to bring the food back to Wendell and Wilde. Um, oh, also, Raul, Wendell and Wilde show up and take capture Raul again. They're, they're pissed that he, you know, took the cream. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, so Kat <laughs> ends up biting her hand, his hands... Uh, her own her hand. hand, yeah, her hand, and goes in the house and finds her parents and has a reconnecting moment with yes. their zombie selves. <laughs> yeah, and uh, basically, it's very sweet. it is very sweet. Nice uh, to see them all together again. It is, and her mom's like, you know, oh, you're a lot, you know, harder than you used to be, aren't you? And he, she's like, yeah, it had to be, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cat basically tells, you know, Raul must have been the one, you know, so they he must tell be in trouble. Her. It was Raul who yeah, brought us back. And, right. And she's like, oh, like, you know, blah, blah. And um, her parents are like, if that's your friend, we've got to go get right. him. Mm-hmm. we got to go help him. And yeah. she's like, you know, I don't have friends. Like, we, yeah, right. no, blah, blah, blah. And, and they're like, your friends are your family. You, yeah. ha- you have to go help Raul. He yeah. helped us. Right. You know, you got to go help him. Yeah. And so she's like, you guys stay here so that I don't lose you guys again. You know, I want to be able to find you. Mm-hmm. I'll go help Raul. And she runs back to go get Raul. And it's this really funny scene because yeah. Raul's like, Raul's locked up in this like gutter yeah. kind of situation. Um, and their like pony mm-hmm. beetle thing is like kind of licking at it and trying to get him. And... Um, cat distracts him with the falafels mm-hmm. and throws it and gets this hot sauce and like pours it all over her own boots and like all this Raul's stuff shoes, yeah. Raul's shoes sneaks Raul out and Wendell and Wild are like you ate our hell maiden and then and then they're like <laughs> Wild looks so over Jordan yeah. goes like oh and he ate little Raul too <laughs> <laughs> so, that was one of, the, one of the best lines in the movie oh yeah. and he ate little Raul too <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny yeah, yeah. just the way he says it it's it is, perfect delivery it's perfect delivery yeah and just how slow it is and how it just like he's like I don't care <laughs> but, uh, um, but yeah so uh, so they think that Kat and um, Raul are dead mm-hmm. so they run back to go to the house and uh, Wendell and Wild um, get with. I'm trying to think. Did we miss? Did we? I'm trying to figure out. We didn't skip a day. I'm trying to think what happens because the zombies vote. But is that after this or is that before? 
Because mm-hmm. it's, it's the daytime when they vote. So, obviously, they were brought back at night. Because I know there's like a well, scene. Well, this scene is nighttime. I think it may be very early morning. Very so early morning. It's after. I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember. Okay, okay. So, we'll just say. Yeah, it's got to be after. Um, okay, so, so, so they go back. Where do they go then? I, okay, I'm, I'm lost here. Now, now I'm missing something here. We, um, the so shoot, what happens uh, yeah. is Raul and Cat go to Cat's house, right? And um, yes, Sister Helly yes. pops up and right. is like, "I am going to be taking Cat for a little while. Yeah. Tell tell Cat's parents, you know, because right. she can see them through the window. Mm-hmm. And she's like, tell tell them that I'm I have her for a little while, right? And Raul goes in with the parents and sees Sister Helly takes Cat back yeah. to the school. Yep, you're right. And then uh, Raul stays with her parents while they, yeah, like, you're exactly right. Because she's like, you clearly, Kat's hand is still glowing. She's like, you've clearly made a deal with these demons. Mm-hmm. You have to serve them now. And she takes the, she takes Kat to Manberg. To Manberg. Yeah. And she's like, we need to go, like, link us by blood. Mm-hmm. And he, like, slashes both of their hands and tapes their hands together. Mm-hmm. And so then Sister Hilly's eyes start glowing as well. Um like she's bound as well i don't know something's happening right and uh she's like put us in the oh what they call it it was a very interesting name I yeah thought. i can't um, remember but the, yeah. uh, oh it starts with an r it's or, a chamber yeah Rehabilit- not rehabilitation not rehabilitation it, it was a religious term <sighs> um not righteousness or like, it was it was something something yeah there was some kind of chamber where they went in together and yeah they were uh and they had to be pretty much while they were in there um sister helly starts like take making you know forcing cat to you know relive her memories essentially mm-hmm. yeah so like they go in and starts like having her like dig deep down to find you know her pain like she has to she She's created face herself. her own demons, pretty much, yeah. So she starts having, like, these different memories, uh, like you were saying earlier about, like, you know, her past foster parents or whatever, like, just with money in their eyes. She's very broken. And she's like, I blame, blame myself if I hadn't screamed. This is all my fault. Da, da, da. And we end up seeing her real demon inside of her. And it's like a shadow version of herself. With, like, at the middle of her is, like, her parents. But it's, like, a, a prison. Like, her parents' car, like, in a like a little jail cell. Jail cell. <laughs> jail cell. And Sister Helly's like, you gotta face it. Da, da, da. And Kat's like, oh, I mean, I, I can't. Like, it's too strong. But then she's able to just start, like, taking it, you know, down one thing at a time. She finds the power in herself to Yeah, like, face she and herself. the shadow thing are, like, in a physical fight for a Yeah, minute. right. Um, and then she, like, jumps into the wall, yeah. like, right mm-hmm. at it, mm-hmm. and falls into it. And when she submerges herself, she's facing her own, like, shadow demon, mm-hmm. pretty much herself, the monster that she thinks she is. And it's bro- it's broken and sad and all this kind of Very stuff. Small, and she just, yeah. like, kind of gives it a hug and like yeah. accepts it into herself in other words she just accepts herself yeah, and then, right. accepts the pain you know mm-hmm. uses the pain to move forward which is you know all you can do instead of burying it and sister helly pulls her out 
and they're like, we did it. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yep, and then Sister Helly full on passes out, y'all. <laughs> passes Hits the, the ground out. hard enough that there's blood all over the place. Yep. And here comes Kat dragging her and she's like banging on the door for Manberg and she's like, help. You mm-hmm. know, you know, Sister Helly needs help, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. All that stuff. Manberg gets them out. There's, they've got Sister Helly sat down and, uh, He's like, we've got to go, but with with two hell maidens, I'll be able to catch these demons yeah. and and you know, no problem, all this stuff. Sister Helly's like, you're gonna have to go without me. Yeah, um, I need a minute to recuperate. Right, and so Cat and Manberg head, head out. off. Yeah, yeah, uh, and so we we def we had to have skipped it. I don't know where it fits in, but there's a scene where all the council people are sitting there and they vote. Uh, that they're like, we don't want the prison. The Claxons aren't going to win. But then all the zombies come in and they reveal that they're the old guard. They're the old councilmen. And the rules say all living, you know, voters get the opportunity to vote pretty much. So it, it, it ends up being six to five in favor of Claxon. So then they go off. I don't know where the scene fits in. I don't remember. But it happens. Yeah. So they lose. So this, now the Claxons win, which is a perk. Um, then uh, Shaban goes to her parents who are celebrating because they won. You know, they won. Everything is this great. Da, da, like, da. this is going to happen. They're going to pretty much ta- tear down the brewery, create yep. a prison, and um, make money off of reforming prisoners. Yep. What they're going to do is they're going to send these kids like Cat mm-hmm. to this reform school, and they're going to set them up for failure Yeah. so that as soon as they're out of the school... They're going to be arrested and yep. get sent to their prison, right? Uh, and just so they can keep this cycle of money making and kind of slavery Pretty off much, of yeah. these poor kids, right? Which is very real. This is a real thing. You know, yeah. prisons—they do that. They stack prisons like sardines so they get What's paid. What's that Netflix show? There's a Netflix documentary I watched a long time ago. It was yeah. like something about the thirteenth. Something, yeah, that and was thirteen. No, it was like I don't know something yeah. about the thirteenth. I know, it's, I know what you're talking about. Though. That very, was big eye-opening mm-hmm. um and it this is kind of a very similar cycle it is yeah well as soon as he said it i'm like okay so they're you know they're, they're dealing with very real things here mm-hmm. but shaban is like this isn't right this is that's this is not good you know so she goes off with gabby to go find cat she's like i gotta tell cat i feel like cat you know this is important um so uh but best Father Best takes his money because he's got all this money now from, you know, from the Claxons and gives Wendell and Wild, you know, like, we did it, we did it. And Wendell and Wild are like, but there's a problem, you know, uh, the parents are brought back, you know. And they decide, like, oh, well, we have to get rid of them, send them, put them back in the grave. So they go off uh, to the house to take care of the parents and, uh, um, Raul is like listening to the music. There's a big theme with you know music and the dad's favorite music and all that throughout the movie. And uh, while he is uh, listening to music, there's like a knock at the door. The parents go up thinking it's Cat, but it is Wendell and Wild who mm-hmm. capture him, capture them, and throw them in the uh, their van. And Raul is like, oh no, like <laughs> we. Oh yeah, and while they're like heading out down the street. Um father best is like on the top of the hearse mm-hmm. yeah and like looks so real villainous creepy. yeah right like he really did look so creepy yeah he creep- as Raul's running after them like mm-hmm. it was a little chilling it was I, spooky. that was one of those scenes that i was like if this was real life this would be spooky as all yeah, shit and these kids are handling it like geez yep mm-hmm. so, like all these corpses just rising from the grave yeah it's real this spooky. guy looking 
hella weird. <laughs> yeah. Demons. There's it, a lot going on. It is a lot going on. It's very spooky. Uh, but Raul reconnects with Kat and, and uh, Manberg, and they uh, go off and find um, Wendell and Wilde and Father Best, who are trying to kill the parents with their cartoony mallets, as, as the parents say, uh, call it. Uh, but they were able to confront yeah, confront them before they re-kill her parents. I just love it because like, the mom and dad pretty much, like, Wendell and Wilde go to, like, strike them down, and they just, like, kick them in the face. Yeah. They're like, I don't think so. Yeah, they're like, Because they're so are, tiny. They are, they're so tiny. It's so funny. Um, and uh, so Kat confronts them and is able to basically, like, you know, convince them, like, you know, this is, you know, basically, you have no power, you can't do this, like, whatever. I'm going to send you back to hell, essentially. And, um... That's when Sister Helly comes back in and like ties their tails together and like has them. They're they're powerless at this mm-hmm. point, essentially. And then Shaban, 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 yeah, Shaban, yeah, shows up, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Wait, you know, none of that money is real." Yep. yep. And it's just got her instead of George Washington or like you know whatever other president on yeah. big bills. She's like, it's just got her parents' faces on it. Yeah, so it's not and even She's real. like, my parents use that kind of cash. Like, you can't use it with anybody but them. Right. So they, you know, like, they're pretty much keeping all that money. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. it's pointless. So now everybody is against the parents. So they, mm-hmm. now their goal is to, so is it Siobhan takes them up to, like, the um, overlook, pretty much. Yeah. And, and she's like, my parents are going to bulldoze the town. Yep. And uh, lo and behold, here they are with all these bulldozers. Yeah, right. And um, and Kat starts having, you know, has a vision of it happening. She's like, we have to stop it. Like, we have to stop it. So they're all going to work together to stop it. But that's when Father Belzer <laughs> comes back. <laughs> he all of a sudden starts to rise from hell looking for his sons. And they're like, uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh, daddy's yeah. here. Yeah, daddy's here. So they are, you know, uh, running away from him, and he's like this big creature. I saw some of the behind-the-scenes stuff, and he's so big. Like, his hand, his hand is um, just, like, massive, like, bigger than the actual people working on the movie. So it's cool to see how he was created. Like, he was larger than life in the stop-motion world. Really? Yeah, like, his hand... I would hand, love to see that. Yeah, behind-the-scenes footage, his hand is, like... The real-life people are, like, this big next to the massive hand. Yeah. yeah. It's very cool. Hmm. Yeah, because the stop-motion characters are probably, like, the size of this microphone. Mm-hmm. You know, like, a, or a water bottle or whatever. So, like, he had to be huge on set, which is just cool. Um, so he's chasing them. He's looking for them. He, you know, is able to uh, capture them, capture everybody. And he's, like, asking them, like, why'd you leave? Like, you know, I've had, you know, kids before that all left and da-da-da. And they just have, like, this this moment of, you know, recon- reconciliation. Reconciliation, like, uh, basically he, you know, they are, like, you, tr- you treat us like prisoners. Like, you don't treat us like sons, you know. And he's, like, well, I've just lost so many kids, you know, da-da-da. <laughs> so then Manberg is, like, oh, I, what do you say? Like, I collect demons, but I never would, I don't want to split up a family. <laughs> and all the demons he's collected are all Belzer's kids. Yeah. <laughs> he gives them all back to. <laughs> he's like, you give me my friends back and I'll give you all your kids yeah, back. Yeah, pretty and much, he's like, yeah. All right, Manberg the Merciful. <laughs> yeah. And Manberg's like, it's the Merciless. The Merciless. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there's this, you know, this this moment uh, where we're no longer like, you know, cool. And basically Belzer's like, 
help them and then come back to me because I need you guys, you know, I need my top contractors to help me on my new <laughs> park. So they're going to build the dream fair or whatever. Uh, so this, you know, reconciliation. Belzer goes, goes back to hell. And then, yeah, because uh, when Belzer was rising, he yeah. destroyed his own fair. He did, yeah. And so, like, now he needs to build a new one. So yep. he's going to let his sons build it. Yep, pretty much. Nice. Very sweet, yeah. Um, <laughs> and he's like, hurry on back, boys. And yep. he just leaves, you know. <laughs> and uh, then comes the, the fight with, yeah, yeah. with the, the... I cannot remember their names. Claxons. Claxons. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> so they, then we get the, the final showdown. Everybody against the Claxons. Uh, the Claxons have their, their bulldozers ready to go. They start moving. And, you know, our group all just, they start one by one, just like, you know, uh, taking out the bulldozers pretty mm-hmm. much. Yeah. So each one gets a chance. They're taking out the old zombies who are driving them just to, you know, get the town. And they're able to get three of them or two of them, but there's one left. And she has, um, uh, Kat has a vision of it winning and knocking everything over, but then it all like, you know, Reverses. receding, reversing. Yeah. And uh, basically, it takes everyone, Wendell Wild, her, just to be able to stop it. And they're able to do it successfully. And uh, the day is saved. Because mm-hmm. like, it was going to kill her parents or something. Oh, also, we learned that um, the cream only works for a certain amount of time. Because uh, Father Best uh, t- dies again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's like... And they well, only also, had... like, the dad's hair has been falling out. And he's like, why do you think I would be using this cream still if it yeah. worked long-term? Right, like, right. It, it's something that has to be applied <laughs> over and over again to right. work. And, um... And they've used it all. Yeah, it's so. all gone. Yeah, it, has, it has all been used. Oh, also... Daddy's bald now. I keep forgetting important things. We also... The the reason why he... The Belzer really has this change of heart is because he looks at all the roofs... And he sees Raul's art project, which is a, a mother protecting her kids from monsters, pretty mm-hmm. much. So it's just this moment where he's like, oh my god, like, I've been, Which, you know, why that was what the, Raul the was art doing? project, yeah. I don't know. Oh. I don't know either. And he straight up vandalized the whole town. The whole town. I guess, like, you know, they were all abandoned homes. Yeah. But, like, he painted every roof mm-hmm. in that town. Yeah. But, hey, it worked to save the day, right? Uh, and Raul is just the G in this movie because he takes that last bit of cream that could have been used for the parents for a little longer. And they were like, oh, I can use this cream to put away the claxons for good. So he goes off to put, you know, go do, do something that's revealed, you know, later. But uh, so they end up, they stop the bulldozers and then the police show up uh, to arrest the uh, Claxons for the fire because they're like, oh, you were in arrest for causing that fire. They're like, well, you know, we needed witnesses. It up pulls Raul with the dead, uh, <laughs> with three of the dead um, people who died in the fire who were like, yep, it was the Claxons. So witnesses? Unlocked. Unlocked. Claxons arrested, going to prison. <laughs> Sweet justice. Instead of building a prison, uh, they're yep. building to one. <laughs> yep. So Kat is able to have one more moment with her parents before they uh, they die again. Which is like, God, die twice? Like, that's, that's, was it worth it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? I mean, I guess it was. Um, and yeah, then uh, 
Wendell and Wild. They're like, we're gonna give them a VIP ticket <laughs> to our fun fair. To their fun you know, fair. Like, yeah, it's gonna be awesome. And that's pretty much how the movie ends with them like looking at the fun fair and like, oh my god, this is great. Like, let's all go to hell, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, yeah. And that's the movie. That's, that's Wendell and Wild. Yeah. And then the movie ends. First of all, there's like a lot of cool artwork and stuff from the movie, but it ends, which was bizarre, but it's cool. I don't know. One of the guys, I guess, that worked in the art department. Yeah, and it could be the most important piece to this, and I'm totally just. You Is know. he not the director? No, he's okay. not the director. no, 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 no. Uh, but he like he's like saying he heard he's like filming on his phone. Like it's probably he probably put this on TikTok or something, and he uh, is like walking back. He's like I heard a noise, so he goes over into his his room, the studio. Yeah, his studio, and it's like this is house studio though. It's not even like a for real studio. But uh, then he he sees cat. He has stop motion cat like running on his desk, which is and he's cool. like, oh hey cat, you know, mm-hmm. like you can come on out, like don't don't hide. Yeah. And she's like moving around, like it looks like it's she's cool. alive. Yeah, it's, real. it's very cool. Yeah, it's, it's a cool. really cool little clip. Yeah, it's cool. especially because it was all done on just his iPhone, so it was like it was just fun. Yeah, fun. It made me wish that we had a movie like that. Yeah, like, I don't know. Right. It was kind a, of like a found footage claymation. That, that is a cool know, idea. It was really cool. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. know. I agree. But yeah, so um, that's window and wild. Let's talk about our thoughts. Yeah, well, you go first. I know you, you were, were more. I always go first. You want and me to go I first? want you to go first. I, okay, so I like I love Nightmare Before Christmas. I I I was supposed to get a Jack Skellington tattoo a few years ago, but uh, it just did not come through at the moment. But I will get one eventually. Um, so I'm just a huge fan of that movie. I uh, love stop motion. I uh, moonlighted. Is that how you say that? As a stop motion artist for a little while. I have a video out there where I created a bunch of different stop motion uh, things. It's it's just fun. It's fascinating. Very time consuming. Um, so I was really excited for this. And it's Jordan Peele. I mean, he's my favorite director. Um, I love the dude. Uh, so, and like just based on that alone, I really really enjoyed it a lot. I like, but even watching it. I know I, I did. I liked it a lot. I, I thought it was very fun. I, I think it fits very well in that category. I think it was very funny, very uh, well made. I like the story. It's visual, very visually appealing. I like how it's different. Like it's not. It's claymation, but it looks different enough than other claymation movies that makes it stand out a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I loved it. I'm. I definitely look forward to watching it again. It was like a crisper version of claymation. Yeah, it was di- it was different. Like it, you can see more, and maybe it's been a while since I've watched um, some other claymation movies. But like when there, everything was a little sharper. You know, like when you look at them from the back, they look like toys. Like it looks like their neck is like popped into their actual head. Like they have lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which so it's like it's sharper, but like also they they almost, they almost look more like toys mm-hmm. than you know trying to be like look like humans or whatever yeah yeah but yeah that's that's i loved it i think i thought it was a lot of fun okay yeah and talking about it again made me realize i enjoyed it even more than uh yeah uh talking about it has been nice because it made me realize there's actually a plot line here (laughs) um i really wanted to like it yeah i like i i really like cam peel i really like claymation now Mm -hmm. um we haven't had a movie like this in a really long time. Yeah, I I, I want to say, well, I, I think the last claymation movie was that Missing Link from a few, like three years ago, four years ago. You mm-hmm. never even saw that. It's like the one with the big with Bigfoot um, trying to find his people or something. 
but that we haven't had one in a while though yeah yeah um that being said like there was something off about it to me like it just didn't feel right i don't know Hmm. why i i think like with raul's character i really wanted because our main character cat was so dark and so she was just struggling a lot. She's very rough. I wanted Raul, I think, to be the lighter piece. Yeah. I didn't find that there was a lighter piece in this movie. It was supposed to be Wendell and Wilde. I really wanted Wendell and Wilde to actually be more scary. Right. Um, and they were just kind of clowns. And I, I didn't find anything, like, super great about them. Right. Um, and I was really, ex- that was what I was most excited for. Yeah. To watch the movie was Wendell and Wilde. You mm. know what I mean? Is like, these two demons Mm -hmm. you know and like how i thought they were gonna like torment this girl or whatever but like i didn't feel bad for cat because of them at all i didn't feel like they endangered her they they really weren't villains towards her at Mm -hmm. all like no it's almost like they were there to help her it was just they were really bad at it (laughs) yeah and they betrayed her you know in the end and all that stuff but like i don't know there was just something about it that felt weird to me even talking about it yeah I just think that, like, it did wrap up right, Mm -hmm. but it was hard to follow at first. Mm -hmm. There was a lot going on at first, and also the way that it is, like, the way some things were portrayed, like, so quickly. Um, Mm -hmm. For instance, like, the scene where they, like, fall into the water, like, her and her parents. Right. And her mom is talking. I was like, they've been talking for way too long. Like, there's no way that, like, as they're going over this bridge... Her mom's going to turn around and be like, okay, cat, blah, blah. Right. I'm going to need you to learn how to swim, baby, and make sure you take a deep breath. And her, mm-hmm. her to be like, but mom, I'm scared. And she's yeah. like, don't be scared. I'm going to be right behind you. There's no time for all that conversation. And both of them would be screaming their heads off. Like, and the way it's shot is like, have they hit the water yet? Or like, I don't know. It was just weird. Like, pieces of it felt strange and i hope that like over time maybe my mind will change about it yeah, but like my feelings towards it right now are it's just it's unlike any claymation i have seen mm-hmm. which can be a good thing for some people to me i like the other claymations i've seen better hmm. interesting that yeah that's fun i'm surprised because like I'm, i think yeah. it was beautiful it's yeah. like done really really right. beautifully i think my problem is the storytelling mm-hmm. which is strange and that's why i was saying that I'm not surprised that it's based off of a book written by the guy that directed it mm-hmm. and not Jordan. Because Jordan, I really like the things that he writes. Right. Um, and I don't know. This one just missed the mark for me. I kept trying to think about what would I feel about this movie if it was in any other medium. Right. Like if it was just a real life movie. Mm-hmm. And I think at the base of it, it was about a, a girl with a rough past joining this brand new school and some weird wacky things happening to her. Mm. That's kind of a regurgitated story. I've read books about like a mm. million times and I don't think there was anything that set it apart truly for me what? aside from the demon aspect mm-hmm. which I felt was lacking. Mm-hmm. I felt like I wanted the demon world to be a lot cooler than just like them living in a nose. Right. And like I don't know. We never even got to see their their dream fair. Mm-hmm. You know just, what I mean? We got to see the mache paper mache and... cutouts. I wanted yeah. to see the real thing. Like yeah. I want to see lights. I want to see. I want to see it all. So like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just felt lackluster to me. Um, it didn't. 
it didn't hit the way I wanted it to. Yeah, that's funny. It's funny how we, you can have such different opinions because I feel that exact opposite. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was great. You and I feel the opposite on a lot of movies. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, because I, I, usually my, I'm surprised. I think I'm specifically surprised with this one because we can feel opposite. But usually if it's not good, like if you when you have opinions like this, Usually I'm like I get it, but but th- with this one I was like I was enjoying. It. I, I remember I laughed the whole time, so I'm surprised that we have such different opinions on this one. Yeah, I also think, you know, for me, like if there's not any characters in it that I can latch on to, yeah. it's really hard for me to like a project. Mm-hmm. And I didn't necessarily really like anybody. I, I felt why. like everybody was kind of a downer. Like Cat mm-hmm. was a downer. Raul wasn't the upbeat character I needed him to be. Yeah. Um. At least there was Gabby Goat. <laughs> yeah, well, I will say Siobhan too, was the most upbeat person in this whole movie. And yeah. She was supposed to be the bad guy. Interesting. Yeah, maybe it's just because it's a kids' movie. Well, kind of. It's it was PG thirteen. Yeah, that's the PG-13. thing. Is like yeah, it's know. also something that I feel like kids would be drawn to watch. Yeah, but there were a lot of things said and jokes made and stuff like that that are not kid friendly. Right. So like. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. It just missed. Yeah. For me. That's fair. That's okay. It's it's. I think it's geared towards adults. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's PG thirteen, so it was, um, which is also interesting because most claymation's PG. So um, for PG thirteen, I was, you know, I'd be interested to see the book. But to your point about, I agree. I find that because Jordan Peele also wrote or co-wrote Candyman, the new Candyman, which I also love, but it is different than his original movies. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like his original movies. The ones that he comes up with from the ground up, that they, I don't know, they just have something unique and special about them. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't like, know. those are good. So it's like other things that he's worked on with other people. It's it's I want, it's interesting to see why those aren't as well received or aren't as, you know. Because I loved, I, I loved the Candyman, you know, from last year. But I, it, I mean, if that one had been a Jordan Peele original, I would have been like, yeah, not quite nearly as good as Nope Us. Get I out, think but. maybe also like the big problem with this is that I went into it with a mentality of comparing it to some of my favorite claymation movies, mm-hmm. which is obviously going to be like The Corpse Bride or yeah, The Nightmare right. Before Christmas. That's fair. Which are uncomparable. They are so good. Well, also to that point though, most claymation movies are very short. Like Corpse Bride mm-hmm. Nightmare, maybe hour 15. This was an hour and 45 minutes, which yeah. is I remember seeing that before we watched it and like, oh, that's long, mm-hmm. you know, for a claymation movie. Uh so that could maybe be working against it as well for you, maybe just too yeah. long. It's for... just like with 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 these other movies, they were very simple as well. Yeah, very and simple. That also ties into that shorter time mm-hmm. limit. Very true. This movie was a lot more complex in its own way. Like yeah. there was just a lot of plot lines and a lot of characters that, right. that that we don't have in these other movies. Like the Corpse Bride has, you know, three big characters. You know, mm-hmm. and um, there's like this mystery involved that is very nicely tied up in the very end. Right. You know, obviously the Nightmare Before Christmas. How interesting is it that the Pumpkin King, the Pumpkin Lord, whatever he is. Um, would discover all the doors to the different holidays. You right, know what I mean? Right. It's a very simple concept, but it, they just ran wild with it. And yeah. it made a great little movie, you mm-hmm. know? And yeah. the art is beautiful. The art is beautiful in this movie as mm-hmm. well. They did a really good job with that. I just found the story was lacking. Yeah, so I just... Understanding. And yeah. I found the characters unappealing. Yeah. And I feel bad for saying that because I I really like 
that it had um, people of color finally oh, yeah. in claymation. Almost every single character. Yeah. Which was cool. I totally agree. Like having the three main girls, uh, Shaban was like the, uh, was mixed. She was, yeah, she was uh, half mixed white, half black. Because she was the daughter of, you know, the Claxons. Um, the, uh, oh shoot, now I forget. Sweetie was Asian and then Sloan. Was that her name? Sloan? She's Indian. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, it was Indian. So mm-hmm. it was really cool to see. Um, the lady that, that yeah. drove up, the drove cat up to the school was, was Native, Native American. American. Yeah, everybody almost was, you know, different race, which is mm-hmm. it, it's one of those things. Again, like you don't you don't think about how easy that is just to cast different people. They don't have to be just one race, you yeah. know. So it is cool to see that to have a claymation movie with one or two white characters. Yeah, yeah. and I thought like Cat looked really cool. She like did, I yeah. loved her green hair. I loved her punk outfit. I loved mm-hmm. all of it. Totally. I just didn't love her personality and That's like. Fair. I, I feel bad for saying that I didn't love any of the people in this movie. Yeah. When I, I'm glad that they made a, a movie like this. Right. Um, but none of the characters slapped for me. Yeah. And that's okay. That's fair. I, I disagree, but that's okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I, I liked the, and connected more. That's fine. And I loved Wendell Moore. I thought they were great. I thought mm-hmm. they were very, very funny. But that's how, you know. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't hit for me in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know why. Like, mm-hmm. the, even the jokes about them, like, eating the cream and, mm-hmm. like, the getting high and all that stuff. I was like, I think this is supposed to be funny. It's just not really. I, I, it's funny bone. watching it with you. I did not get at all that you weren't, weren't into it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. All good. Didn't do it. I hated mm-hmm. Father Best. Hated Father Best. Right. Which you're but supposed we're to. Supposed to hate yeah, I was about to say, he's a villain. Yeah. He was scary, too. Yeah. Mm hmm. But yeah, but that's 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 all good. What would, give me your rating? That's the hardest part. I think I'm just gonna go for a straight down the middle three. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think just to be fair, because the art is great. I yeah. think it's a very visually appealing movie, and I think you should watch it. Don't base yeah, this off of watch my it. review. Give it your own shot. Yeah. And give it an, your own opinion. Yeah, because I loved it. So definitely, you know. Give, yeah, give and that's why I think it deserves three because you loved it. Mm-hmm. I didn't love it, mm-hmm. and it's straight down the middle. Yeah. Um, which I'm still. I mean, I'm going. I, I was going to say four because I'm. I'm. I mean, I still. I do agree that it, it's not perfect. Mm-hmm. It wasn't maybe as fun as I wanted it to be, but um, I still loved it. And I, I'm talking about it again. I look, I'm definitely going to rewatch it and revisit it because it was a lot of fun. So we'll meet and call it a three point five. Okay, so 3.5. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, little bears. <laughs> the little, little demon bears. Yeah, yeah. little demon bears. <laughs> yeah. Out of a five. Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. 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 That's our review of Wendell and Wild, guys. That's I hope Wendell that you Wild. enjoy the movie. Yeah. Um, not to say that I didn't enjoy my time watching it. I just mm-hmm. didn't love it as much as I wanted to. Uh, maybe okay. I had too high of expectations. Maybe again when 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 you have bangers like you know both Henry Selleck and you got Jordan Peele and just Key and Peele together, your expectations your, your are really expectations up there. Are yeah. very high. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I, I I agree, but um I also I did really enjoy it, so mm-hmm. I look forward to revisiting it. Good. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm happy for you. Mm-hmm. Happy I'm for sad everybody. For you. <laughs> happy for everybody that likes this one. Yeah. And uh, want to just say again, is this coming out before or after Halloween? After. Oh, I hope you all had a great Halloween. Yeah, this is the first, should be the first week in November. So welcome to November. Welcome to November. (laughs) Wendell and Wild. Not December. (laughs) Uh, Rate this thing, Country Fried Horror. Follow us places. Goodbye. Toodles.